You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Merry Christmas, I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been, but if you kiss me now, I know you fool me again. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, Five Days of the Fan. Midday grind, coveted hour is what the kids call it. Coveted hour, Chuck Martin here till one hard line on Wednesdays. We have Strick in studio talking some hardcore hockey. Uh, other topics, and this is one we sort of touched on late in the 11 o'clock hour. Lee Smith, now a Hall of Famer, do you give him a red jacket? Part of the opening day parade of Cardinal greats because, you know, Lou and Ozzy, Stan and Red were longtime Cardinals. It made sense, but there are other guys like Bruce Suter who once they became Hall of Famers at a national level, you give them the red jacket. I look at Lee Smith as a Cardinal. I really do. I mean, he may be identified with other teams in other cities as well, but this guy was so dominant and so good here. I mean, he was our version of Carl Malone, honestly. I feel like they would hang out together, you know, like tractors and the whole nine yards. <laughs> he was on his um, tractor the other day when he got the news. He, yeah, yeah, this guy is, uh, I mean, he puts the work boots on. I was a huge fan. To me, that's when Cardinal baseball was Cardinal baseball. They just, I mean, well, they were really bad. They were, but I mean, still, was it was coming off of the. I was, I was younger. You just kind of had more of the Cardinals. So for you, yes, it was yes. an exciting yeah. time, even though yeah, the team I mean, wasn't good. No, you're right. And I'm, being, I'm not being smart. No, you're smart, right. I'm I mean, saying. and and obviously in the early 2000s they had some Cardinal, but but you know I'm talking like he just kind of fit in with that culture of the Whitey Ball era. How about this though? I understand eight years with the Cubs, so you think about him as a Cub. I do. But four years with the Cardinals. Look at his numbers with the Cardinals. Three All-Star games, and he had 160 saves in those four years. You're averaging 40 saves a year. You led the league in saves two of those years. So your absolute best years were as a Cardinal. So I think he he gets the red jacket. He was amazing here. And and if you play here for four years and you lead the league and have great years as a member of the Cardinals and you are a baseball Hall of Famer, (laughs) at the very least— you can get a red coat, okay? You give him a red jacket. Like, he belongs to be a Cardinal Hall of Hammer. There, there's, is there a uh, uh, some some rule about how many years you have to play here or how many games? I don't games? think so. I, mean, I don't know that it's written in stone no, anywhere. No, so he, he certainly is deserving. And you know, the organization, people who have been around the organization, absolutely lovely Smith. He's one of the best people oh, you will guy. ever meet, man. Fun oh, to talk to. Great a lot guy. Of fun to talk yep, to. Yep. Uh, next topic, if you are Bryce Harper, where would you want to play? Would you want to go to Chicago? You hear rumors, reports. You want to punch to Bryce Harper? No, I don't want to punch. That's the text topic. Who would you like to punch? 855-282-8255. I wrote down my top five. We're ineligible, by the way. Of, not that I want to punch, but that people <laughs> would vote for. We'll check the text line in a second. Yeah. Bryce Harper, you're him. Where do you want to play? Not where you're going to end up. Where would you want to play? I have to say, I just think, and I know we always kind of joke about millennials, but we saw this. LeBron wanted to play with his buddies. He went to Miami to play with D. Wade, his best friend. And Chris Bosch, it just seems like Bryce Harper, best buddies with Chris Bryant, Vegas guys, their wives hang out. He also, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but it seems like Bryce Harper 
grew up liking kind of the front runner teams, the Yankees, the Bulls, well, and I just they think, didn't have a team in Vegas. I understand that, but I think Dallas Cowboys. I just think that he he feels like the type of guy that would like to play with his buddy in a big market like Chicago and have some fun there on a good team. The Phillies, okay, maybe they throw a ton of money. Yeah. The Phillies don't have that cachet of the Cubs right. right now. They just won a World Series a couple years and ago. And you know what? The Phillies, you know, it'd be one thing if the Phillies were had separated themselves so much from everybody else in terms of how much money they could give them and if it was all about the money. Regardless, he's going to get $300 million plus from anybody. So I think you're right. I think it does come down to quality of life and and uh, where he'd like to live and, and knowing players on the team and what makes him most comfortable and who's recruiting him right now and, and all that type of stuff. So what they're saying, they're saying, what, three teams? It's down to three teams? What are they? Could be Nats, Phillies, LA team. Dodgers. White Sox, maybe. Apparently the Dodgers are, are making a number of players, including Pasiel Puig. Uh, Donaldson, I believe, is another guy uh, uh, who's, out, who's available for trade, maybe trying to clear up some money in an effort to bring this guy on board. Um, I mean, this is stuff you don't get from, from Tim Kirchner, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I still have reaching for the mic. You're going to do corrections. There is some pronunciation no, issues no, there. We'll I didn't want to be a fine. jerk. Well, I didn't know about that one. That's s- right. Schnooks brings you the high school athlete of the week. Find out the fans that brave. Yeah, he it's, doesn't even play for the Dodgers. But you know, they, you he, the they may have a guy. The yeah, there's another guy besides Puig. Who's the other guy? Oh, Verdugo. Kemp. Kemp is available. Maybe Rich Hill. Bellinger. Pitcher. Might it be wasn't available. Bellinger. You go down the roster. I'll tell you who I was thinking of. Like Sandy. Brian Cashman, he read his whole roster that day and said why they don't need Harper. <laughs> hey, Schnooks brings you the uh, high school athlete of the week, and we're going to take our show on the road tomorrow. We're going to be in Fenton. It's on Ooh. 141. Grab White Bluffs. Yes. It's that? a wonderful, wonderful area. 10 to 1 live at Schnooks. Holiday shopping season is underway. Let them do all of the holiday work so you don't have to. Sometimes Strick goes to other people's houses and they make the jello and stuff that he doesn't like. This way, you yeah. go to Schnooks and pick up those items. I went to my to, to my mother-in-law's house on Saturday night and I walked in and she's like, I made a jello mold just for you. We were just talking about it one time. Yes. People listen to this show, believe it or not. Frank says we have 100 listeners. I think there's a couple more. <laughs> Kyle Everskirt works for the Rams. The other night, Friday night, out of nowhere, like 10 o'clock at night, I get a text. He's in the alumni relations department for the L.A. Rams. And he said, dude, you got me in big trouble. Thanks. And I haven't heard from him in, in probably in years. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I say? And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, we were talking about working for the Rams. If you're from St. Louis, do you take the job? And he stayed with them. And he told me when I saw him in Canton one year, he said, you know, my in-laws weren't real happy because I'm working for Kroenke and Demoff and these guys. Oh, his in-laws were there. And then he wrote back and said, it's fine. A buddy of mine was out here and said he heard you mention my name. So you got to be careful. You never know who's listening, including Strix. Eversgird used to be like, wasn't he like the youth football guy who like they, kind of he yeah would, he was like the coach now he's gonna text the, me of the, my of, buddies told me of the little kids like seven on seven tournament I think he was like the coach sounds like you're talking Donham right now Strick no guy. he was uh, certainly uh, accelerated himself throughout the That's organization and then you can go to Schnucks although I don't your holiday items. <laughs> back to you see how the NFL changes in the month of December by the way what's that the competition how tougher how much tougher it is in in December versus September and October, and a team can look unbelievable. They can't lose, destined to go to the Super Bowl in October. But once you get into, um, you know, the later months of the season, man, defense wins out. Well, hold on, though. Is that because, though, the last two big-time, primetime games were both defensive struggles with Seattle, Minnesota, and then Chicago Rams? It was all over the league, though. 
all over the. Lake. I think weather gets colder, right. tougher to pass, more defense, more running the football. Weather teams. travels. Weather no, travels. No, defense travels. Teams defense adjust. travels. Teams adjust. They have way more tape on the teams that they're facing, and they can game plan better. I think. Uh, Chuck on the text line. Anybody want to punch anybody? Because my predicted. I did the chalk talk where I scribbled on my own piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I predicted the majority of people listening to this show would vote for Kevin Demoff first, Kroenke number two, me number three, Strickland number four, mm. and then maybe they'd throw in Mosellock just because they're mad that they're not going after Bryce Harper. That was my theory. I appreciate you putting me after you. Yeah. Why would they go after, like, you guys, No. I'm why would just... you spend $300 million plus on Bryce Harper? Like, he's really good. Prime. Really? Yes. What was his batting average last year? Who cares? What was his slug? Oh, I, I, like oh, I, I forgot the new, the, 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 the new baseball guys. Batting wins don't matter. Batting average doesn't You're matter. You're the one who said errors wins don't matter. matter. You're er, the one who said errors wins don't, don't matter. matter. Hey, you don't even have to like go out and play right field. You can play with eight 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 <laughs> eight fielders. You know. Hey, the Orioles don't even have a manager. Managers don't matter. My, my <laughs> analytics show that the ball was hit to right field only seventeen percent of the time. You don't need a right fielder. So I said you played two first basemen. Okay. Look, I actually agree with you because I, I do think I batting average does matter. Yeah. But but despite the fact that he had a low batting average, he still almost had an OPS of 900. He's good against the Cardinals, man. I, I like Bryce Harper. I think good hair, too, man. For the, uh, Beautiful nerd, hair. The narrative. His hair is worth $200 million. If he went to the Cubs, the fact that Cardinal fans would lose their bleep, and then you'd see him all the time and it would just add to maybe the need to sign a lefty, we just maybe got, a lefty starter. We just got gold. Okay, Goldie. How about this, Martin? I, I have a rule. You can't call him Goldie, by the way. You can, actually. Although hockey players, we can call nicknames. <laughs> On the text line, this gentleman puts out a bunch of people he would like to punch. Okay, good. Here's the list. Wow. Mo. Oh. I told you he was getting going to make the list. Local TV weather people. That's not nice. CYC referees. Mm. That's not nice. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Mm. Any Salvation Army bell ringer prior to Thanksgiving. Wow, they're trying to like raise money. Oh, yeah, and my next-door neighbor. And you never punch a woman. Never punch a woman. Uh, and you this never... could have been from a woman, Is though. this the guy in front of you who wouldn't run up at the register, Martin, who hates? <laughs> and you never punch the Salvation Army bell ringer, but I suffer similar frustration when it's like late October and they're ringing the bell. Like, whoa, whoa, too early. Do you, do you, you know who has, the, you know who has you? terrible yeah. customer service? I, I always hesitate to say this. Because uh, Do you, want you never know if there's a Are sponsor. they a sponsor? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Scribble it down on my chalk talk paper. We can drop out and of this. When you have kids and you have to go there occasionally, you just realize how much you actually hate being there. Can I write it down? Well, oh, he's going to write it down. Okay, it's not. Oh. Do you listen to the station? Say, I know it's not Offenberg Hyundai because they have yeah. horrific oh, great. customer service. In fact, it's award-winning. They track it after the sale. They send out the paperwork. They want to know how they did. Before, during, and after the sale, Offenberg Hyundai... Great service. They're not ringing any bells out front. They're just giving you great cars, great value. That's what Offenberg Hyundai is all about. They're the original Hyundai dealer. It was 1989. Find him at O'Fallon, Illinois. My buddy Matt Offenberg, he's a big blues fan. Original dealer? Original Hyundai dealer in this area. The wow. first one to offer Hyundai in this area was OG, OG. Offenberg Hyundai. On the web, it's OffenbergHyundai.com. Go ahead, Strick. With what? You were mad about a certain company. They're not a sponsor. Am I allowed I to... I pulled this trick. My phone is ringing. Mm-hmm. Braggart. No. Can you say it, it on air? Who is yes. it? Yes. Orlando Page. Oh, we get it. Oh, my no. God. That picture you sent me of you and Orlando Page. Like, what are you wearing in that picture? I admit. It, was it wasn't a... that long ago. I think it was probably like 2002. 
Dude, no what one wore it? their pants that high in 2000. Are you coming back from chess club or what? <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Nothing against chess. Are you going to cross-check nope. and beat me up? Hold on. We were at the Chess Hall of Fame. Great sponsor, Great sponsor. when they have their annual tournament. Absolutely. Chuck hates chess. <laughs> now I was wearing to I buy my pants a little long because I pull them up. To be fair, it's not like Strick who gets called all day by big-name hockey people. I asked Orlando to call me. Clearly, he's a big fan of the show. It's my right guy. Now. His daughter's good friends with my uh, niece. But Hold on. Aaron Miles Hold just on. called me. Wait a second. Aaron? <laughs> oh, Aaron Miles. Aaron Miles? Par with Orlando okay. Page. Is that what you're saying? The former KU point guard. Why do you what? hate Skip Schumacher? Love Skip. You know what we should do? What should we do? Let's do the end of the day. Let's just do it. Let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Let's go home. Great show, though. At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. So the winter meetings are going on in Vegas. Tony LaRusso, an executive with the Boston Red Sox, probably on the Veterans Committee that voted in Lee Smith, so he's there. He was on uh, High Heat with uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, and Russo is... Very much a, a Hall of Fame traditionalist and that he feels only the best of the best. So how you compare to the first class, Babe Ruth and, and Ty Cobb and such, that determines if you should be in or not. A little debate with uh, LaRussa earlier today, actually. Not the best quality, but it is an entertaining clip. I would, I would love to get into a legitimate confrontation debate where we pull out the stuff that we looked at and you tell me that weak-ass superficial bullshit that you look at, I'll guarantee you. You think he's a better player than Steve Garvey? All right, waves. BS? Well, yeah. He said the S word, though, right? Yeah, I assumed it was I appreciate out. it. Yeah, I but if, he, if that was on satellite that radio, us. you're allowed to. That's okay, all right. So anyway, fine. Tony got fired up. At the Mad Dog. I like that clip. I don't know what we can play, but I like that clip. I assume clip. we could if it went out on MLB Network that we're also fine. Probably wasn't intended to go out on MLB Was, Bur- was, was Bernie on the line? How you're you're grandstanding. How about that? Tony, mad at... <laughs> but if the point is Harold Baines doesn't feel like a Hall of Famer, I agree with that. I'm not sure I would tell Tony that because then he would want to punch me. The problem is, and I agree with I that too, from Tony, is though, man. you feel He's like... 74 and he wants to fight. But hold on. You, you <laughs> feel like you're ripping on these great players. Like Harold Baines was a very good player. You can have the opinion, I don't think he should be a Hall of Famer, but then you feel like you're crushing these dudes at a great time in their lives, but it is a legitimate discussion, and it surely feels like lately they're letting everybody in. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody who... I grew up watching the Tigers, and now Alan Trammell's in and Jack Morris and maybe Lou Whitaker down the road. All really good players, but when you say their names, you don't go, boom, Hall of Famer. It seems like they're letting every single person on the fringe in now. Those guys were... Very good. No, they were pretty damn good. Okay, but but when you say Alan Trammell, do you say, boom, Hall of Famer? Jack Morris, again, they're very good. I, I need some numbers to really investigate and really analyze Stuart Alan needs Trammell. To look them up on Wikipedia. But, who they are. but on the surface, he doesn't sound like a name that does not belong. Okay, Hall but Harold Baines, again, these are all very good players. Mm-hmm. Every fan base and every media market wants every fringe player of theirs to get in. And it seems like they're all getting in. Harold Baines, that sounds like a Will, like a Will Clark type player or something Again, like that, great you know? player, yeah, but Hall yeah. of Famer. No, I'm with you. I mean, no. it should be the best of I'm them. not trying to crap on these dudes because they're really good. But again, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be for the very best. I wonder if, and I didn't hear this, the segment, if Russo was talking like OPS and all these. Like, and Tony, well, the I'm old, sure Lee like Smith is saying he's superficial, not Rivera, yes. he's not Moe, he's but not I, Eckersley. I wonder if he brought up some analytics and Tony then, like, really, you bring up that superficial numbers that tells me Tony, that tells that. me Tony if he's on the veterans committee for the Hall of Fame 
had a lot of influence and, and pushed oh, and pushed yeah. hard for Lee Smith. Oh, you think? Well, Baines as well. Her, loves Harold Baines. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, you think nothing's going on at the winter meetings? Jen Langas just tweeted out, Dexter Fowler this will host. This is going to be the next tip, the next oh, what? month. Yeah. Would it be awkward if they signed uh, Harper today, if the Cardinals Dexter brass Fowler is going to is hosting house. everybody at his house tonight. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, look what you guys are paying for. Like all the Cardinals? Dexter Fowler will host manager Mike Schilt and members of the Cardinals front office at his Vegas home for dinner later tonight. There's, that's that's, nice that's why these meetings should be in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, we discussed recently the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Stations are pulling it off the air. Why? However, it's uh, some people might think it Wasn't it one whatever. station in Cleveland? More than one has done it. But the sales of downloads and streaming of Baby It's Cold Outside are skyrocketing. Because people are... You know, I saw a story in the New York Post the other day that a principal in, I want to say in New York or somewhere, I don't know exactly where the location is, I tweeted about it, banned candy canes at his school because... I saw that. Because when the candy cane has a J, which stands for Jesus, and I had no idea all these years I've been holding my candy cane upside down. I thought maybe he was afraid, like, they get kind of pointy if you... Because I don't think candy cane is intended to look like a J. It, it's it, not. Nobody's ever said that. And I would tell that guy, Jesus Christ, come on. Our country say, is just I going would say insane. You are fired. Oh, by the way, you are fired. By the way, <laughs> and you never say JC out loud. I did that for effect. Tony Larusa and Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. It was on TV. There's a clip on Twitter. They're sitting on the set to get. It's even better because it wasn't over the phone or on a Skype. Oh, they were next it. to each other. Yeah, they're sitting next to each other on the set. On MLB, <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Oh, I'm going to put it on an endless loop. Uh, and no, awesome. By the way, uh, in addition, the white color of the converted sticks to teach children about the Christian belief in the sinless life of Jesus. So that's the purpose of the uh, of the candy cane, the colors, at least. Uh, well, real quick, I have to ask sure, because ask. my wife and I were disagreeing about this. She loves the look of the traditional candy cane. peppermint. Candy canes. Yeah, yes. Have you ever had the Starburst candy canes? I like the peppermint. Um, they daughter... taste so good. I'm like, yeah. can we get some Starburst ones? And she said no because she wants good. the traditional red and white. We for went chance. out for candy canes a few weeks ago. My middle child picked out the Starburst. The Starburst candy ones canes. are fantastic. They really are. But like, the they traditional taste really peppermint good. candy canes, great look. On they the don't tree. taste good though. Great, great look on the tree. It's only for the look. Correct. And then you start to put everything away. They do like, taste good. Nobody wants to eat them. And I like broken. the peppermint. Boom. Rocky and I agree. Nobody wants to eat a traditional candy cane. They don't taste good. Three Rivers was recently discussed back in the ten o'clock hour. Who, which cardinal, as a cardinal, hit the most home runs at Three Rivers Stadium? Ooh, oh, that's a great question. Probably I got like an a answer for this. Type, a 70s type player. Remind me Three Rivers. That what years for Three Rivers? Yeah. It was probably uh, around the 2000s. Yeah, it closed in the early 2000s. Like 70 to 2000. I'm going to say Jack Hark, maybe, or I'm going to say... Um, uh, 1970s through 2000. That's exactly what I said. How about that? What about like a Ray Langford, just it's because he played like for it's a lot of years? warm. It's a Ted Simmons, Ray Langford type of guy. Martin's right. It's Ted Simmons. He hit 11 Ted Simmons. Runs. Ted Simmons, George Look Hendrick at 10, you. Ray Langford 8, Jack Clark you 7. Are you are, you are Cardinal Nation and right there, buddy. Me. Uh, also, Martin, you mentioned uh, getting paid to uh, not be somewhere. Uh, I don't know the amount. I'm trying to look it, it up. It does happen in sports radio. Also, it does, and yes. In baseball. Uh, I can't find the amount, but Mike Hampton signed an eight-year, $121 million deal with the Colorado Rockies, I believe, after the 1999 season. Yeah. He spent two years there. He went 21-28 and 28 with a 5.75 uh. year rate. He hasn't pitched for Colorado since September 9th when he went five innings and allowed four earned. 
This Saturday, he will get his last check from the college. Wow. Wasn't he a really good football player back in the day, too? Like, did he, did he play college football or uh, certainly I mean, in high school and Dan had a lot Hampton of college offers? was a good football player. Yes, yeah, he had a lot of college Nobody's offers coming out of high school. Todd Helton, <laughs> Todd Helton was the backup to Peyton Manning you're thinking yeah. of Todd at Tennessee. I'm not. They played. I'm not. I knew Helton did. Mike Hampton might have been a Texas guy, but I don't know. Todd Helton. That's we could probably look Mike these things Hampton up. I'm going to tell Florida. you something about Todd Helton. Keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> he was recruited to play defensive back in college, actually. Mike hey, Trick, Trick. What, what, what's that again? He was recruited to play college football. Thank you. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is what you don't get. He made the right choice. <laughs> Can I say baseball. something? I mean, this is incredible. Trick's having a big day here because yes. I thought you were spot on with the blue stuff. I mean, you're having a strong day. Good day. Good day, Strick. Good day, Strick. Hey, thanks Our for having me. Our number one star from Parkway North and Northern Arizona University. <laughs> That's the end of the day. Andy Strickland. Andy, you got to love it. Hold on a second. I just talked yesterday with a former Blues player, used to be the captain, now plays for the Bruins, and I might have got injured by name. a skate yesterday. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> hey, I talked to a former Blue yesterday, and uh, he doesn't live here anymore. He just coached the Islanders. He's currently not coaching the Islanders, but they're still paying him. But it wasn't Doug Wake. But <laughs> <laughs> love those drops. Hey, Fast Eddie's, the doors open in less than three minutes, 1 o'clock in Alton, Illinois, 11 a.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's when the doors swing open. They're open seven days a week. There's live music every day. Today would be a great patio day. Yes. Chuck has admitted. Strick has called it. Tis the season. It's December. You're having fun. Oh, next Wednesday, we're going to have our surprise pack, <laughs> surprise boxes, by the next way. Next week, look at Glow yeah, our, our Christmas show next Wednesday. We look forward to that. Martin and Andy have an yes. annual Christmas show. It's yes. true. Yes. But Fast Eddie's is open at 1 o'clock. Get that great cheap eats, wonderful food. And because it's December and nobody's really working, just shut her down. Spend the whole day there. Alton, Illinois, Broadway and 4th Street. See if Eddie's in the house. Then let us know. Text me. Where in the world is Eddie? Fast Eddie's. The tradition continues in Alton, Illinois. Great spot. Hang out there for lunch. You can watch the game. Just have happy hour. If you have an office party that's unplanned, grab 10, 20, 30 people from the office. Head there. Oh, they can accommodate. Idea. They can accommodate. Guys, great show. Hey, great show. Always fun and appreciate you uh, having me on once again. This, this was, was a, a lot of fun today. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. The three hours went by fast. I don't want to punch... Anybody here. And that's rare, leaving the show. Where's Frank today? <laughs> he's having a procedure. Having we're not allowed procedure. to talk about it. Oh, hopefully he's okay. And we, we're he's thinking okay. about you, Frank. No slop this Friday, by the way. Blues one, game two, day. Club. And there's some other stuff going on. One, yep. two, three we're going to be at the yeah. one, two, three club tomorrow. We're going to be at Schnooks in Fenton. Grab Boy Bluffs. Come on by, starting at 10. Congratulations.